What's going on, Geeks? You'll episode 265 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week, we're geeking out about Dodgeball, LJ's favorite movie franchise, or at least one of them, mm-hmm. and more media acquisition news. Uh, it feels like we're getting something every couple weeks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Monopolies. Yep. You gotta love it. I love capitalism. Okay. Speaking of capitalism, if you uh, want some really soft t-shirts, geeksundergrace.com slash shop has got you covered. And uh, yeah. we would love if you if you gave a little capitalism our way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're not corrupt. We're a non-profit. We are a non-profit. I don't think, it, yes. I don't think it's quite the same. <laughs> We're non-profit. It, it goes to a good cause. Um, you know, all the proceeds go to, to our mission. Um, yep. Part of that mission is keep this podcast alive. So if you like the podcast, uh, want to rep it. They are yep. super soft shirts. I'm not exaggerating. It's true. He's yeah. right. All right. Um, it's been a couple weeks. We yeah. took the the holiday off. Uh, so let's... We probably have a lot to catch up on. I really didn't do too much more than normal. Um, <laughs> but... I'll let you go, LJ, with your, your gaming news. Okay, yeah. Um, gaming news, sorry. You're gaming. What you've been playing? Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. I, I knew what you meant. <laughs> um, Same two weeks. That's all it takes. And then I forget yeah. everything. Um, <laughs> so I, I had a couple options here because I'm I'm reviewing a couple things, but I figure I'll wait until next week when those things are actually out. Um, embargoes and all that, you know, to deal with. Okay. But. Um, the thing that I did get my hands on finally uh, this week was Resident Evil Village. Ooh. And that game is super cool. Playing it on PS5. Uh, it's very good. It it turns out that uh, Lady D is not the biggest threat in that game, even though like the marketing was like totally like, yeah, this is the main villain kind of a thing. And that's not I, really I a bet spoiler. That's probably because... Of how well received she was. That's true. Oh yeah, I, they I were think like, well, let's I just remember push everything. I think they even, like even presented, the showcase though. She was showcased, but yeah. other characters were also showcased that didn't get as much attention. Later. Right, I mean, that blew up. That's all you saw. Yes, yes. After, yeah, it blew up nine feet tall. Was... <laughs> <laughs> the explosion was nine feet. Um. Anyway, it's <laughs> it's a really cool game. It feels like the Resident Evil team was like hey let's just make a castlevania game but resident evil uh it's it's super cool you're fighting lichens and vampires and all the cool classic horror stuff it's not zombies necessarily which i guess like over the years i've had to get my mind away from it because it's like the theme the in it's it's really called like biohazard is the name of the game overseas so it's doesn't it's just it can be weird monsters and still get away with it without being zombies um, they've done that over the years, but, uh, it's super cool. Uh, it looks great. Uh, Ethan Winters is a dang gangster because that dude gets limbs chopped off in Resident Evil 7 and still walks away from it. The same thing happens in this one. There's literally a part early on where Lady D cuts your hand off and you have to like run for a minute and go back to where you were pulling this lever. And he literally just grabs his hand 
uh, pours first aid liquid all over it, all over the stump, and like reattaches it like magic, and just checks if it's still working, and you're what? good to go. Yeah. What? Yes. Yeah. That's. So first he literally. Of all, I've, yeah. I, I have heard all the, the, the fun memes about... Yes, um, Ethan. Yeah, Ethan is a crazy... Him is, and his limbs just... Yes. <laughs> I really it's like Star Wars. That they're just... yes. you, you have to lose your hand if you're a Skywalker, apparently. Or... <laughs> yeah, that's the meme. I just love that the first aid liquid just works like that. Because I've always thought that, like, Final Fantasy. Uh-huh. Someone always dies in a Final Fantasy game. And I'm like, why isn't anyone just giving them a Phoenix down? <laughs> yeah. I got one on hand. I could just give them one. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's just super cheesy in a good way. Like, I was like, I don't know how this dude is surviving, but I'm okay with it. It's a video game. Like, I, I think they hint, I think they hint or explain that there is something special about his character later on. I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm not far enough. But uh, it, it, it's a super fun game. It feels really good to play. Uh, it's very. I feel like it's going to be easier. I hear it's shorter than a lot of the Resident Evil games. Like, you can basically beat it in a weekend. Um, but it's, I also really uh, appreciate that you call her Lady D, and you don't even try to pronounce that name. Oh, it's a Demetrisk. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I would have failed that. <laughs> so I, I, I can guess, do both. Yeah, I remember that there was a big thing where it's like, it's like uh, it's like her name's not pronounced the way you might think or whatever, and I, I was like, oh okay, and then just hearing other people say it on podcasts and stuff, Demetrius. and I'm like, okay, that's how you say it then. Um, Demi Triskyu. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it's it's a cool game. It's it's fun. I, I recommend it uh, for fans of Resident Evil. Uh, I really liked Seven. Like Seven was one of my favorites that year it came out. Uh, so. I'm I'm glad to be playing this one now. Um, yeah, not not much else to say really. I'm a couple hours in. It's got a photo mode, and nice. it's a very limited one. But I've I've actually still enjoyed using it. I thought I was not gonna like it or use it much, but I've definitely found some some cool shots that I still need to post on Twitter. Cool. Um, so yeah, uh, that was Resident Evil. The other thing. I actually got sent a code for a few weeks ago. I planned on talking about this last week. Was uh, I got a code on the Switch for Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, the Super Edition? I already okay. had. I already had the original. That's the version. mobile game, right? Well, so it comes from the mobile game. So the company okay. Enway, they made the mobile game. It was like Power Rangers Legacy, and then okay. so I guess what happened was they're like, "Hey, we really want to make a full fledged fighting game instead of this weird mobile game." Uh, Got it. Okay. Yeah. So so basically, it's a three on three Marvel versus Capcom style thing, uh, which it encompasses all the universes, all the like universes, and all the generations of Rangers. Uh, cool. It's with Lord. It's with Lord Draken, which is like Tommy going full evil. It's like an alternate timeline. Like if Tommy just wiped out. Oh, I know Rita. Lord Draken. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he's. They've done a lot of Bat in the Sun stuff with him and and stuff like that. Um, I think Boom Studios was making the comics for that, if I'm not yes, mistaken. Yes, the comics are great, and and that's why this is kind of, like, that's why Power Rangers have, like, resurfaced into popularity again, because mm-hmm. the comics are so good. Uh, I've actually read some of the one I have, which is the battle, which is the grid kind of series, and then I also have a Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers crossover one, too. Um, 
But the cool thing I wanted to share about the Super Edition is that it has the Street Fighter characters. It has Ryu and Chun-Li. Uh, so, okay, yeah. Um, Ryu is the Crimson Hawk Ranger, which I believe they did a short film uh, that crosses that over along with the mobile game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's I like Ryu's, Ryu's. He's the Crimson Hawk Ranger, and he's got this cool like he's got the like chest piece, and he's got his own like helmet and stuff. Um, That's cool. I think Chun Li's called like the Phoenix Ranger or something. Uh, but uh, they all have their own stories within the arcade modes. So, like, yep. they have the story mode, then they have the arcade modes. And so there's all this stuff that connects, because uh, they know they know Ryu from before. And he's like, oh, yeah, last time I teamed up with, like, so-and-so. And, so. and uh, when, when he comes back, the, for most of the matches, you don't have your uniform yet. And so there's, like, ten matches. And I think towards the end, they're like, oh, yeah, we got to get the power coins back that we had last time. And so for, like, the final fight or two... That's when he transforms, and he's like, it's Morphin Time. I'm like, this is the geekiest thing I've ever like played in a <laughs> nice. video game. Because it's like yeah. Street Fighter and Power Rangers. I'm like, this You is... mentioned Bat in the Sun. There is mm-hmm. a, I believe it's Ryu versus Green Ranger. Okay, yeah. Or so White they've... Ranger. Jason David Frank. <laughs> yeah, so nice. so there are there are connections uh, that they've done. Uh, I don't know if, I think some of that was in the mobile game. That's actually where the crossover started was in the mobile game. And apparently it blew up, like... That got a lot of people to check out that mobile game, so it was a hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, so the Super Edition comes with all the season passes um, and all that, too. So it's like full roster, and I think you can just buy the Super Edition on its own now. Uh, but cool. it's, it's a cool game if, uh, for people who like those uh, like style, like three-on-three fighting games. So. Mm-hmm. so yeah, that's kind of part of what I've been up to, but I've just had so much that I wasn't going to talk about all of it. <laughs> no worries. Mm-hmm. Cool. What have you been playing, Shelly? Well, um, I guess it's sort of other news, but it ties into gaming a lot. I finally got a PlayStation 5! That's gaming? Ooh, it's so cool! I mean, yeah, it is, it's pretty much gaming. I'm um, still working on it. Yeah, but I got to play some. Yeah, um, I found luck with one of the GameStop bundles, so if you're still looking out nice. for one... Um, that's where I was able to get mine. It came with uh, most stuff that I was going to get anyway. So oh, I cool. wasn't really mad Perfect. about the price or anything. It wasn't like they jacked up the price. You were going to spend that much anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it did come with one game I didn't want, but that's fine because one of my friends wanted it. So I just gave it to him. Um, cool. It came with Spider-Man Miles Morales, though. Yeah. Which is a game we were going to get anyway. It's the Ultimate Edition, so it came with the Spider-Man Remaster. Which is oh, cool. awesome. So um, I actually didn't play through Miles Morales, but I watched my husband play through pretty much all of it. Um, so I know all the story stuff. I just haven't physically played it, but it's just so it's, it's so cool. It's very short. It's yeah, <laughs> it is really short. He beat it in like three days. Um, but it was it's so pretty. The suits are so cool. Um, oh yeah. It's just it was just really cool. I really I really like it. Um, I I did I was able to swing around a bit, and it's so so cool. Like. The, the adaptive triggers where you're like holding it and the um you feel a swing in a different mm-hmm. way. You feel the pull, yeah. It was funny because I like asked Daniel, I'm like, how's it feel different than the PS4? He's like, eh, it feels the same. But then I play it and I'm like, no, it's different. <laughs> so, like, I feel it and like it makes a little noise out of the controller. Which is so funny because yeah. the first couple times I thought my cat was sneezing. That's what it sounded like. And I was like, Felix, are you okay, buddy? Wait, I had to turn down my controller. volume on the controller just because, like, on certain games, the sound of it was so loud. I was like, I don't need this. There is a way controller. to do that? Yeah. Yes. 
Okay, see, I didn't know yep. that. And that's so if you, yeah, so if you guys aren't a fan of the sounds, um, also not that y'all play much online games or anything, but the microphone. So there's a microphone built into the controller as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, I've had that happen a few too. times to where like my audio will come through like a video clip or something that I saved. Oh wow! There was <laughs> that's kind of funny. A uh, there was a speaker on the PS4 controller as well. It just didn't get utilized nearly right. as much it seems. Well, I mean, this one has an actual like microphone on it too, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. So like, if somebody's playing online, you can hear everything they're saying and doing and listening to. Like, but that's I, if you play online games, I guess it's an issue. But if you don't, then it really isn't. Yeah. I don't even have PS Plus, so not really yeah. a thing for me. But. Um, I, I will play through Miles Morales. I'll probably even play the remaster at some point, just not yet. Um, right now I, well, and I don't know why I didn't realize you could literally transfer all of your data from your PS4 yep. to your PS5. That was like such a painless oh, process. Yeah. Like, it's so, I didn't it took me a while, so but it's easy. easy. So yeah. that's awesome. I didn't expect that. I thought I was going to have to, you know, get something to transfer everything, but no, it just was like, yeah, we're going to find your PS4 and we're just going to transfer and you can still play things while we're transferring. And I'm like, it's not That's Nintendo. Awesome. <laughs> Nintendo makes it so hard. I, I know. So I was fully expecting to hold on to my PS4 for a while, or at least have it just like out and about. But at this point, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, there's no reason to go back to it because I have everything yep. I had on there on my PS5 now. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been still playing Persona 5 Strikers. So now I'm playing that nice. on PS5, which is cool because um, I didn't think I would notice that much of a difference at all between the PS4 and PS5, because I don't have a PS4 Pro. I just have a freaking oh, basic yeah. PS4. So they're, most of the game runs exactly the same. Obviously, it doesn't utilize any of the cool like controller stuff because it's a it's still a PS4 mm. game. But it definitely runs better. Like There are some fights where I was like, oh, this is a little I would bit recommend, s- a little smoother. Yep. I would recommend going back and playing some of the games you already own and checking those out in the 4K versions. Yeah, exactly. It's such so, a major difference. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm already excited to for, like, Integrate to come out. Uh, I may not get mm-hmm. it right away, but I'll, you know, I'm excited to play New Game Plus with the newer PS5 version. So, all you'll need is to buy the Yuffie DLC if you want the Yuffie DLC. Other than that, uh, if you put, I think you, there's a way to, like, I think when you yeah. put the disc into that, you'll get an option to, to download the upgrade. There's something like yeah, I've looked a little bit into it, but it's not even mm. out yet, so I'm not I'm not too super worried about yeah. it. But um, that's yeah. So Preserve Five Strikers, I am almost done with. I'm very close to being done with. Well, not very very oh. close, but like close-ish. I'm like really nearing the end, the last sort of end game. I'm I'm reaching end game, um, and it's a game where I'm I'm kind of thinking about trying to platinum it. I've never I don't really go around platinum nice. games very much, um, at all. Um, but, and I, I know Persona 5 Royal was actually apparently a really easy game to plat- platinum just in comparison to other games. Um, and I never did platinum it because at that point I had already put in like a hundred plus hours, <laughs> like 120, 130 hours just being yeah. the game. And I'm like, I didn't really need to play more. This is a game where I want to play more. I would like to, That's it's, cool. it's not as long by far it is much shorter than the original, which is fine. And I totally expected that. But it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I can actually, I can get more runtime out of this by, like, going over the trophies and stuff. So I'll probably be that game fairly soon. Um, but I'm still just always all loving and enjoying Persona 5 Strikers. It's honestly just an amazing game. Um, and then besides that, uh, just because, again, I got a PS5, I got Astro's Playroom because it comes with it. Yeah. Uh, and I fully am aware it's just Sony 
hyping themselves up. Um, it's so good though. It's actually it is a good packing. Just a, yeah, it's just like a big controller demo, but it's actually very cool. Like the fact that it's free, mm -hmm. right? I'm like, that's worth it, and it's yeah, very beautiful. Um, it is fun. Felt like Mario Bros to me. Yeah, and the soundtrack is stinking good too. Yeah, good music. Although there's one song that sounds like a Muse song, and I can never unhear it. It's, I forget oh. which Muse song, but if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. It's in the PlayStation Labo area, area, oh, and like the okay. the melody sounds exactly like a song by Muse, but I, try, huh. I don't remember the title of the song. So anyway, yeah, because like the, <laughs> the levels have the, have like the hardware names in them, because there's yeah. like S S D, and then there's like G P. Oh yeah, the G P. Like, like so sings cool. a song, and <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's very cool. Um, if you have a PS5, I'd highly recommend checking it out. It was really funny, like we just talking about stuff coming from the controller. Um, so my husband was calling someone when I was doing sort of the end. Sort of the end, like end game again for for Astro's mm. Playroom. And it was so funny because I like turned down the volume all the way, but I could just hear like so much stuff coming from my controller that it felt like <laughs> I was still incredibly like engaged. Like you know, you could hear all the That's little cool. footsteps, and like I could hear like you know animals roaring and stuff, and mm. I could hear uh, when I would punch someone. Like it was just really cool. So. I don't know. That's why I was just like, I don't even need volume. I just need this like stuff coming from this controller. They need to make more Astro games. I think. Yeah. That's yeah. super cool. It's, it's I just, played like oh, five minutes fun. of it, and I was really enjoying it. They had the VR one, but this is the first time like we've ever been able to like have those little mascots like that on an actual like non-VR game. It was really fun to go around punching everyone. That was sort of what I did <laughs> in that game was just punch all the little Astro boys. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was getting everyone with a laser from the jetpack. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hover yes. over them and laser down at them. That too. <laughs> yeah, so that was really cool. It's, again, just so... Obviously, they wanted to throw as many controller demo things as they could into one mm -hmm. little free game. And they successfully did it, and it was entertaining to me. Because I yeah. like technology, and I like that the controller is the way it is. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Cool. Yep. That's exciting. Uh, so I've been since my PC. I'm like I've wanted a mod, that has been the big thing. Uh, for those who don't know, I got a PC like a couple months ago, and I haven't done a whole ton with it. Um, but I wanted to play a game uh, with my wife, uh, and so I got Stardew Valley, which I have played before. I've actually beaten it on the Switch. I was gonna say, how many times have you bought that game? Uh... Twice. No, three times. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love it. Worth it. I, I, I love that game. I saw, I saw on Steam you bought it again. I was like, yeah, I know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I modded it. Um, we got to play a little bit with my wife. The mod that I got was... I got a bunch of mods that just like quality of life things. Hmm. And then there's an expansion. Uh, I think it's literally called Stardew Expansion or something. Oh, I think I heard about that. It's like 50% more game or 40% more game. Right. Uh, and so, uh, new characters and like new places to explore and we barely scratched the surface when we were playing. Uh, yeah, here it's massive. Yeah. I'm really, really excited to kind of dig into that. And so, uh, that way when me and my wife are playing, it can kind of be, uh, she can play the normal stuff cause that's all still there and that's all fresh for her. But then I, there's still stuff for me to do as well. That's uh, cool. Yeah. So for me, it's kind of like I'm playing a whole new game, even though for her it's, you know, the same game mm -hmm. yeah i'm excited it's cool stuff 
I got like a tractor mod uh, that does everything for you once you buy That's it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did the cheats. I put like a cheat menu in there um, just Cheater. so that. Yeah. I was like, there's. <laughs> I've beaten this game. If I could just move my Switch version over. I yeah. would love to do that. But, That's fine. Um, I, I think it is cool that you've already beaten it. You've already kind of done everything there is to do, so now you can just go free. Yeah, yeah so now I'm fine, like, all right, honestly. it's time to go figure out what's going on. Instead uh, of, like, starting Skyrim and with, with like, tons of mods. Yeah, <laughs> which I want to do, but... Uh. <laughs> no, there, there's some really fun cheats. I've been, I, I got, like, videos recommended me about Stardew Valley cheats and um, mm-hmm. about just, like... And it makes sense as a, like because I took programming class, programming classes, and we talked about how you need to make your code in a certain way where you can't just have anyone put a long string of text in anywhere because then oh. it will mean something usually. And so like, oh, okay. if people like put in like you know bracket a number bracket with some like symbols, I think like that equates to an item. And so people, like, break the game by, like, getting the most expensive items in the game because they've named themselves that. And then once someone says their name, it, like, appears in your inventory uh, or something. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Like, it's really interesting to me, again, as someone who's, like, done pro reading classes and, like, seeing how that works on the backside. Mm-hmm. But it's just so funny. I'm just like, oh, sanitize your code or else you're going to break your game and just be rich on your first day. <laughs> you probably heard. I-, I always thought it was crazy. Super Mario Bros. World they you could do certain things and the way that you yep. were jumping and inputting your controller was actually like mm-hmm. coding the, the code. game yeah that was yeah. one of the examples we watched in class actually Guess so like, crazy to me it blows my mind yeah it's so funny there was um <laughs> awesome. there's actually one ah oh, frick i don't remember which games i think it was ocarina time and one of the mario games maybe i don't think it was 64 it was one of the mario games i think but um, there's this speed run that involves you get to a certain point in this Mario game. I'm pretty sure it's Mario. It may not be Mario. It's a, it's a Nintendo 64 game. And what you do is you, like, switch it out for Ocarina of Time. And then you get to a point where you, like, enter in Ocarina of Time. Then you switch it oh, back. Yeah. And once you switch it back, because of the data that's already loaded, you have to do it, like, super duper carefully and, like, at a certain oh. time frame. I think you it's Mario 64. Yeah. yeah, you put that in, it, it has that data back, put in there, and all the remaining data from Ocarina of Time puts you in a place in, uh, it takes you to the end of the game. It takes you to, cre- to credits. It's or so something crazy. like that. It's, I think there's something crazy. like that with one of the Banjo-Kazooie games as well. Yeah, I'm like, man. So weird. Old technology. The biggest cheat so that I haven't done yet, but I want to try, um, is to, I don't, I haven't looked it up, how, if the, the dungeons are endless in Stardew. Um, but I would like to just infinite life, infinite energy, and just, like, power through the dungeons to the end and see what's down nice. there. Nice. There's gotta be yeah. something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if there is an end. It might just be... You know. Yeah, because if I remember correctly, I think it's kind of like a roguish element in that game. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I know they're kind I'm of, like, sure randomly made, is. but I don't know if there's a certain amount of floors or not. Right. Um, so hmm. if not, I'll just get really good items. For a while. That sounds fun though. Like yeah, yeah. It's the equivalent mm. of like Grand Theft Auto back in the day, and I would just try to see how long I could survive. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, I don't know. That's my first for my first modding thing, and uh, it was kind of tough, but I figured it out. 
some people are like it wasn't tough at all but uh i had to download <laughs> an application that runs oh. and people who know how to mod know all this stuff but i get yeah. an application called vortex and that's running my nexus mods um and i actually open the game in vortex Wow. Uh, so that it'll run them uh, because if I just open the normal game, the normal game doesn't have mods installed. Interesting. I would say, yeah. uh, I don't know if, uh, does Stardew Valley have Steam Workshop capabilities? I'm not sure. Because I mean, Steam Workshop... Oh, okay. Yeah, because like Steam Workshop is a thing where you can just pretty much add mods by like the click of a button and just activate them and oh, deactivate cool. them whenever you want. Like Left 4 Dead, uh, when I played like Left 4 Dead 2... I had, like, a Ugandan Knuckles mod that made all the zombies Ugandan Knuckles. And then I had, like, <laughs> Isaac Clark, Leon, Kennedy, and, like, a bunch of these characters from other, like, zombie games as the four playable characters. And it was all stuff I could That's just cool. click on and off. Yeah, this was... It was either to do it through this or I could manually... Um, Insert them. Set the files up so that they would execute Oof. that way. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. I want the... Yeah, Vortex sounds like a... Yeah. Way to go. Uh, but yeah, I'll have to check that out. I don't know. Um, it's fun. Yeah. I like Steam doing Workshop stuff like is that. Cool. Yeah. I feel like I'm crafty <laughs> modding stuff. <laughs> it's like a little project outside of the game. A game right. outside of the game. You spend more time actually doing the modding and inserting the stuff than you do play the mods. Yeah. That was my thing with That's Skyrim. I thought about getting Skyrim to mod it. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think I actually want to play Skyrim. I think I just want to, want mod, to it, mod it yeah. and i'm like i don't know if it's worth <laughs> it to buy it just so i can make it look pretty yeah uh to show people like yeah. <laughs> that's all i would I do i remember like, i used to do Skyrim. stuff like that with uh one of the jedi academy games or something like that where i just had all these ridiculous characters that weren't even like in the game yeah. <laughs> and like extra customization and stuff that's cool. um but yeah modding's fun uh we can go on to the gaming news <laughs> all righty um E3 is next week, so this week is pretty light. Um, the first piece of news is that Rainbow Six Quarantine is no longer called Rainbow Six Quarantine for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I get they. Like, I mean, it's like not like a disease. I think it's like aliens. It's like a. It's like Call of Duty Zombies, but it's like their answer. It's like aliens and stuff. So instead of calling it. Rainbow Six Quarantine, it's called Rainbow Six Extraction, which uh, oh. that game's actually coming out. I think it was supposed to come out earlier this year, along with, like, or no, last year. It was supposed to come out, like, early last year when, like, uh, Phoenix Rising and, a, and like, f a bunch of other stuff got delayed. But, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be an Ubisoft's event, uh, so we're going to see more about this game. Uh, so, yeah, update on that. Cool. And... Then the second piece of news is that God of War Ragnarok is delayed into 2022. Uh, well, yeah, so, it's I, I for some reason I thought time. it was I love 2022 anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah so like, uh, well, like yeah, so I think a lot of people didn't even expect it. Like I know the the the, the date on like the showcase thing they did said this year but i was like there's no way um it's one of those things where it's like they they've shown off so much of forbidden west yes that they're like 2021 but like not even really giving a date for that i'm like yeah okay mm -hmm. yeah okay maybe yeah maybe it'll we come had out that showcase yeah but but uh -huh. god of war i'm kind of like we haven't heard yeah. much and 
yeah, of course it's not going to be this year, which is fine. It doesn't yep. need to be, honestly. Yeah, so. I agree. Like we, I think we can have Horizon first and then God of War. That Horizon yeah. showcase happened since we recorded last also, which I remember I was going to put it in the news, I think, before I asked. I'm like, are we having? Are we recording this week? Um, yeah. But yeah, so I think, yeah, we don't we don't need it. Uh, so uh, Horizon Forbidden West does look cool. Um, I'm going to actively try to finish Zero Dawn before Forbidden West comes out. Do it. I believe it's it. Such yeah. a good game. I need to. I love that Wait, game. Wait, what? Oh. Uh, it's kind of it it's it's a lot of work for me uh yeah but to, like to take down the creatures and just to, i feel like to do everything it's it's such i don't a know it didn't feel like a task for me i just yeah. I don't, it's, maybe it's the just puzzles. my style of game i, yeah. I did put it on easy mode though like because I, I was really like i'm not about it. to mess with this um <laughs> so, i think mine was on i easy. put it on easy mode okay and then i was i deleted my file because i went and tried to do the like story mode plus and oh yeah I, lo- I lost my save file, and I was sad. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. So I, I am going to try to finish that. I, I still hop in there and take photos once in a while, but this time I'll Sweet. finish it. Um, Have you beaten one of the, what are the T-Rex things called? The Thunder Jaw, yeah. I think? Yeah, Thunder Jaw. Yeah. Those dudes, those dudes are hard, like, They're so rough. the thi- the thing with those guys is that I've gotten frustrated because I've gotten so close multiple times, because it's, it's that one that's in, like, that's the in desert. like the wasteland. Yes, yeah, the desert. And oh, that guy! I almost took him down multiple times. And then at some point, I told myself, "Okay, just continue the game," because I wanted to be stubborn and take it out before I even progressed anymore. See, but... <laughs> that was like for me, it was such a good feeling. Like I don't like Dark Souls games or anything. Yeah, yeah. But I remember running past him and being like, "There's no way I'm going to get him right now." Mm. And then coming back and be like, "It's time to take you down." Yeah, I need to. I probably need just, to go back. Oh, yeah. Because um, I, I do love using the wires and using all the tools to take the creatures down. So that, that yeah, is the fun playing part. Playing that DLC and I did the... Um, I got all the weapons. You get like the hunter uh, weapons. Oh yeah. That that reminds me too. I think they had they had the complete edition uh, on that like Days of Play thing where they were giving mm-hmm. away free games. And I never had the, um, the complete edition. I just had the base version. Yeah. And basically, when I claimed the the complete edition, it basically just added the DLC to to what I already had, which was cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So anyway, um. Moving on to the last piece that I find very interesting, uh, is that uh, Knockout City, that weird dodgeball game that came out. Mm-hmm. It has reached over five million players. Apparently, uh, five million players have checked it out. Uh, wow. Which for me, like I played it the day it came out, and I thought it was fun for a while. And but like by the end of the day, I think I got like bored with it. Like the more I played it, um, but there is an incentive. Um, the the game is free up to uh, level twenty five. Okay. For anybody, so it's like a free trial kind of thing. Um, and the battle pass, the or the whatever they call the season pass. I guess is completely free to progress in right now too, or that that part may have just ended. I'm not sure, but uh, so anybody can download this on any platform and play it for a little while and see if see if you like it. 
Uh, the thing I found interesting, like, I was worried that it was going to be a full-price game, but it's only $20. So it's like, if you really happen to enjoy Sweet. the game, it's only going to cost you $20. That's yeah. Cool. Um, That's awesome. It's fun. Like, I, I, I played it, and yeah. I, I enjoyed, like, do, curving the ball and stuff and doing, like, lob shots. Like, it can be fun, but, like, I think I just got bored of, like, the lack of content at the uh, Yeah, at the I time. think that game... The way it was advertised in, yeah. I believe it was one of the Switch Directs. Um, yeah. I think and it was on the PlayStation yeah. 1 as well. Yeah, but I think <laughs> just that being my first experience with it was a really big turnoff. I was just like, this yeah. is like this is such a weird ad. So I'm glad to hear that's good, but it doesn't surprise me that there's not necessarily a lot of content um, with that. So. Yeah. Oh, and it is free on Game Pass or EA Play. If if uh, so, like there are all there are plenty of free ways to play the game. In which case, it would be worth it for sure. Because I think yeah, yeah. Because I think even EA, I think it's even on EA Play, which is probably I believe is also on PlayStation, um, and that's part of Xbox. And then like PC has their has their like EA access thing to where you can play brand new games like day one. So it's like. I think their marketing is working out because people are playing the game. So I think like, and it even got good reviews. I think somebody at IGN gave it like a nine. I'm like, really? Like, uh, I feel like I should give that game probably more of a chance because it's, it's actually pretty popular with a lot of people right now. So yeah, that sounds cool. Mm -hmm. That's kind of it. It's just surprising. It might make for a good, like community stream or something. It'd be cool. Um, yeah, so that's it for the gaming news. Cool. Very cool. We'll get into the movies then. Um, LJ, you watched probably the most relevant movie. You can go for it. Yes. Uh, I watched A Quiet Place Part 2. Nice. Oh, how was it? Yeah, uh, it was good. I watched... So the theater uh, by my house finally opened. Like, I literally live, like, maybe, like, less than... Maybe about probably about a hundred yards away from a movie theater. <laughs> and so it, it was cool to go back to that. Uh, Quiet Place 2 was, so this is one of those things where when you watch the first one, it ends, it ends in such a way where it's like, it, they could make more, but they don't, there doesn't need to be more kind of a thing. Uh, so, but I was stoked either way when this got announced and it's been delayed. John Krasinski has a cool little message uh, before the movie starts talking about how he didn't want to put the movie on any streaming platforms or anything like that because, you know, he wanted people to have that theater experience. Uh, mm-hmm. So he had, like, a little message at the front of it. Um, and it's good. It, it lives up to... It, I think it lives up to, to the first one in that, like, it's definitely a part two. Almost in kind of a way where, like, a lot of people didn't want a Last of Us part two. Like, you could have just left the first Last of Us and been fine. But it's but it's got a solid part too. Um, so I, I liked it. Uh, cool. The monsters are so crazy. Uh, the gosh, John Krasinski is a great director too. Because there's a lot of stuff that happens in that movie that I'm like, okay, that was straight up clever. Um, mm-hmm. Just okay. a lot of the decisions they make. Um, I haven't seen part one yet. Yeah, Shelley, you haven't seen part one yet. I have not seen part one yet. No. But we both want to see part one. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> we I should try. Me. Try to watch it this week. I'll try to watch it this week. If I remember. You don't have to make a commitment. 
but it's been it's just like the fact that it's not on like it's not like on netflix i do think it's on prime but uh it is not on prime well freaking i'm not watching this movie (laughs) i mean you can pay three or four dollars if you really want to michelle you have Um, you have a playstation right what do you watch things on my smart tv playstation doesn't have a video service anymore huh oh yeah that's right but you can probably rent uh, it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, Amazon oh, Amazon and Vudu are like the most popular ones. Yeah, it's like four dollars or something. Yeah. Okay. Shelly, if if you find the time, let me know and I will buy you the rental. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll we'll both watch Quiet Place possibly. I, I will I will say it's worth it. Like you might watch I would it with tell, headphones, like, right? That's what I did, but that's just how I watch all scary movies. Um okay. I mean, it's I not really not. that. I would watch with it, Daniel because I couldn't watch it alone. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, this isn't like <laughs> we have headphones. It's, it's 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 a scary movie. It does have horror elements, but it's not like it walks the line very good. Which like, is, I think, thrillers are interesting. Yes, horror yeah. like like with blood and gore and stuff. That's not really my style. Yeah. I don't really like that stuff. But you know, yeah. that's why I was like, oh, Quiet Place seems like probably right yeah and and i would and i would i would be able to say that like if it was a movie that i knew shelly wasn't gonna like i would be able to say like yeah you're not gonna like this if i mean cody cody's easily pleased i could i could get cody to watch almost anything unless it's like too complicated go for it (laughs) yeah like unless it's too see like with 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 cody it's like i could almost recommend cody anything Unless it's like too complicated, um. <laughs> <laughs> I like complicated movies. I liked Inception and uh, okay. <laughs> did I like Tenant? I can't remember if I liked Tenant. Tenant was weird. Oh, well, there you go then. <laughs> no, I but like Tenant. I, I would be able to tell you guys if it wasn't worth it. So it, it totally is. I'm surprised that both of you gravitated to something like Cobra Kai as much as you did. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Cobra Kai is not complicated. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but but even like but I was surprised that even Shelly was into it as much as she as much as she was. So but yeah, she it's good. The first one is good. I, I, I recommend <laughs> watching uh the first one and then if you really like it, go see the second one. Cool. And then we'll talk about this franchise more later, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I would I would want to see it. I think this is a perfect yeah. excuse to do so. Yes, I agree. Alright, I watched a movie. I'm going to make so many people mad. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I watched Sailor Moon Eternal. And uh, I was bored the entire time. Uh, Maybe it's too complicated for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, that's great. That's great. Now now you're going to start having that in your head now. Um, No, so... Every time. (laughs) I thought Sailor Moon Crystal had, like grown up with the audience a little bit um was more of like a you know tv 14 type anime um and sailor moon eternal which is supposedly uh is in the sailor moon crystal universe is uh just as i remember the sailor moon cartoon as a kid minus the like little commercial breaks where they would give you like a moral of the story type thing but i mean Mm -hmm. it was very like kid-friendly in messages in his messaging um very kitty i don't know i was just like this is kind of silly um all of them want their like all of them want a boyfriend and then like her really like 
I don't know. I was like, okay, this is... I was bored. <laughs> but <laughs> on the flip side of the kitty stuff, um, Chibiusa is apparently, like, has a huge crush on her father. That's awkward. Huh? Super weird. <laughs> yeah. No! Um, so that's a thing, and then, uh, all of the bad guys are, uh, very scantily clad, uh, characters. Like, not kid-friendly, I would say. Um, which my wife has explained to me. She's watched both Sailor Moon Crystal and original Sailor Moon. Uh, that's always kind of been the case. Sailor Moon mm-hmm. was always kind of on the cusp as far as the art style goes. Um, on the edge. So, I don't remember Sailor Moon that well. Uh, but according to her, so I, I don't know... I'm just going by her words. She believes that this is kind of uh, Sailor Moon Crystal's equivalent to season four of the original cartoon. Okay. Huh. Story-wise. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that, like, there's going to be a lot of people that, like, oh, I watched that when I was a kid. Like, go Netflix. And then they actually go watch it and be like, this is weird. Yeah. I just, I thought it would be, I don't know, better. Um... <laughs> So I'm sorry, people. That was a hell of a drug. If you're if you're super into Sailor Moon, (laughs) you'll love this show or love this movie. That was the thing too. Is it's kind of so there are two parts that are hour and twenty minutes long. Uh, I've only watched the first part. I don't know if I can watch the second part, guys. Mm. Um, (laughs) but it's still episodic. Like, so they're fighting the uh, I don't the villains. I don't want to give anything away. Uh, And each villain, it's like a, a troop of people a villainy uh and each one is fighting each character of sailor moon and so it's like very episodic like you literally could have like shown credits at the end of each each piece wow so it's not really a a movie yeah because a friend of mine said episodes that she got through a few episodes and i'm like i thought it was movies or something like i was highly confused yeah it definitely feels episodic but there aren't credits it's just that's so weird. Yeah. I would have much preferred something original. Even Sailor... Like, original for Sailor Moon. And it be, yeah. like, a movie. I don't know. Like, the Pokemon movies are so good. Some of them. What? Like the old ones. I love the old <laughs> movies. None of the Pokemon movies are good. The you first like movie... because of nostalgia. And Pokemon 2000 were great movies. They're not uh, good movies. I love the first them. movie. I but... love them, but not because they're good. compared to the cartoon i mean they're a little bit more there's a little bit more going on i feel like well, compared to the cartoon obviously there's more going on because it's a movie there's more in animation this is not there's that's what i'm character. saying sailor moon is just it was just more sailor moon i mean i've heard that's the thing with the demon slayer movie too is that am i not is am i wrong I said, yeah, that's, that's just more what, Demon, I said Slayer? That Demon Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what else did you expect? Yeah, Demon Slayer, uh, but I liked that show, so. I... <laughs> well, there's the difference, Louis. There's the difference. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Moral of the story Sailor Moon's not for me. And that's fine. My wife is over the quarter, literally, like, off camera going, but it's for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was marketed towards young. I girls. watched it growing up, but like when I was small enough that I literally didn't remember any of it. Like I don't remember any plot. Same. I don't remember anything. I just remember yeah. like 
the TV would be on and Sailor Moon would be on there doing the, the twirly stuff. And I'm like, ah! Sailor Moon! So... That, I just remember been... it being a very guilty pleasure for me to be watching a show like that when I was very young. Like, yeah. I shouldn't have been watching it. Well, and that's, <laughs> that was why, yeah, that's why I feel like every once in a while I'm like, I should watch Sailor Moon again. If it was on uh, Toonami or that weird underwater thing, I was watching it. Adult, <laughs> adult Swim? That weird no, underwater not Adult Swim. There was oh. a thing that came after Toonami. Oh it was God. basically Toonami, but they were underwater. There was a green sea monster and what? Totally Spies was on there. Uh, well, I did watch Totally Spies, but and I, I watched watch Totally Spies somewhere else. Uh, sounds like another afternoon block. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, I can't remember what that was called. It's gonna bug me. Kolioko was on that too. Ah, oh, Kolioko, let's go. Yeah. Anyways, um. <laughs> <laughs> uh... What a rabbit hole. <laughs> this is a weird yeah. conversation. Should we talk about movie news? Or do we, did anyone else we watch We should. Anything? No, that's... Should we just we move on? Yeah. yeah, let's go. All right. Um, our movie <laughs> news... Nothing absolutely crazy this week, but pretty interesting, yeah. just depending. We already talked about Quiet Place um, yep. before, so I'll just talk about the Quiet Place news now. Uh, there's actually going to be a Quiet Place spinoff. Um, John Krasinski is uh making it um it's something one of his ideas obviously has many um, <laughs> that's all the information they have is that it's just yeah and that's <laughs> and that's what's weird so it's a little bit unclear i think at this point it's not it's it's not a quiet place three it is a spinoff but that doesn't mean mm. that there won't be a quiet place three like that probably still will happen probably They've basically turn to confirmed elsewhere that three is gonna happen. Yeah, and I guess I obviously don't know how Quiet Place Two ended. Uh, but if it led up to something, then you know they're probably gonna make it a trilogy. You know, a trilogy actually, a trilogy is fine. I just, you know, I, the spinoff makes me nervous because I I don't like when yeah. new new franchises pop up. But um, mm-hmm. also, again, I haven't even watched the first one, so really, I'm kind of I don't really have any say in this. Really, I just I always get nervous when I see new franchises popping up. I'm like, eh, do you know what you're doing? Are you are you good? So, if you like quite like cinematic though, like universe. <laughs> so, I, so I guess from my perspective, and seeing how part two plays out, it that tells me yes, we can have a part three and be done. I nice. feel like yeah, that, trilogy. I, based yeah. on the way two ends, we can have a part three and be fine. Trilogy is um, fine. That's okay. The spinoff? I don't know what the spinoff is, if the spinoff is going to be connected to three or two or whatever, but I feel there are some potential, like, there are potential spinoff ideas that I think could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's like, yeah, they, I mean, it expands more beyond the family, I think, which is like what trailers show and what's being talked about on like gotcha. outlets and stuff. Um, so there, there are other avenues they could go through for a spinoff, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good idea. I'll I'll have to see what it's, what it's going to be about, but yeah, totally. I I think three can work and maybe a spinoff, but if they try to milk it, then that's, then that would be sad because, and I don't think John Krasinski will let them if he, if he has any say. Hopefully. But, uh, yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on from that, so uh, John Wick Four is going to have Donnie Yen. He's been confirmed yes. in the movie. His uh, character supposed supposedly is going to be sort of like an old friend to John Wick. So uh, we're going to see some Donnie Yen action alongside Keanu Reeves. 
which I, I think would be I can't wait for pretty. the Fortnite skin. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, you're probably right. Because um, there was a Halle Berry skin from John Wick 3 as well. So I'm like, that's oh, why I'm like, I can't so wait for weird. the Fortnite skin. <laughs> uh, anyway. That's funny to me. But um, yeah, no, that's cool. I I've also am not invested in John Wick either, but I like Donnie Yen, so... It's basically what Halle Berry's character was in, in the previous one. Like, she was this friend that, like, showed up, and you got to watch them, like, fight together. She had these, like, German shepherds that totally wrecked shop, too. It was awesome. Yeah. Some of the coolest choreography in an action movie was those dogs killing dudes and stuff. It was great. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then just moving on, moving on. Uh, so the director for The Flash... You know, the new Flash movie, um, yeah. he posted a picture of the Batman suit logo, like, on his chest, um, with some splash, splash of blood on it, which is pretty edgy. Yeah. But uh, some interesting things to know about this picture, specifically, is that um, it definitely looks like the Michael Keaton logo. Mm-hmm. Like, totally. it is the old style. It's the chest part. Um, is, yeah. Yeah, and I think there even has been talks with Michael Keaton being in The Flash anyway, so... Oh, yeah, there's a set photo. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be cool and interesting. So, you know, mm-hmm. will there be time travel? Will there be, like, what will what will happen, I guess? We'll just have to see. Yeah. Um, but another thing to note with this sort of, like, blood splatter, um, it's not, like, the invincible blood splatter. It's very much like The Watchmen. <laughs> it's like The Watchmen. Yeah. Um, very lot. similar, especially with the yellow, right? The yellow. Mm-hmm. It's very iconic with the yellow and black yes. with the smiley face um, of The Watchmen. So there could be some connection there, which would be kind of insane, I think, mm-hmm. um, if I were to somehow connect Watchmen into The Flash with Michael yeah. Keaton's Batman. Like, <laughs> that'd be Recently, that'd be so they whack. had a line of comics called Doomsday Clock that, like, connected Watchmen and Justice League and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. This movie be, could be crazy. Could be whack. It the sounds only, like yeah. it. The only thing is, hopefully, it's crazy in a good way, right? Because yes. Yes. people have pulled off crazy in the past, and <laughs> it doesn't always go well. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, it's good. Um. Mm-hmm. That's all of our movie news, though. Nothing nothing too crazy, but mm-hmm. still pretty exciting. All right. We'll get into the TV news then. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't going to talk about the show because it was just kind of like a filler. Not TV news, sorry. I keep doing that. <laughs> TV <laughs> watching. I wasn't going to talk about the show because it's not like very like geeky. Um, oh. But I have now watched two and a half seasons of it, so I feel like I... Oh. like have to i mean hey if, if joe can talk about cooking shows then you can talk about whatever it is you're yeah uh it's called Rust <laughs> stores um oh there you go yeah That's a... it's a very much like cooking show um <laughs> rust valley restores they are a it's a rust bros shop in canada um a rice rust valley is this valley in the rockies um that is known for like junkyards of cars uh, very old mm. classic cars um for whatever reason there's just kind of a culture around it there hmm. uh, and so this guy he's literally like in his 60s and he's collected cars his whole life uh, hmm. and he has no money <laughs> so he opened up a shop to restore them and sell them oh cool and i'm sure having a tv show helps too um so yeah he's just trying to like liquidate some of his stuff and it's, it's really cool there's a lot of drama uh, some of it is very poorly acted drama. Um, oh wait, so it's like a it's like a scripted like show, like, like a reality show. Like, show. 
Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. I thought yeah. you made it sound like when you said acting, I instantly thought of like a regular. Oh no, TV like show. just <laughs> I, I, I. It really bugs reality me. TV, it's its own thing. The reality oh, TV yeah, yeah. shows, like, there, there's two things that bug me with these. Uh, it's like this and um, all the History Channel ones. I think this is actually from History Channel Canada, but it says it's a Netflix oh. original. Uh, but okay. like American Pickers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They like never address the camera. They they do that thing where they talk to the camera about what's going on, um, but when they're running around, it's not like there's literally a camera in my face right now. Nobody ever says that. Um, it's you can just. I think it, that's the idea. It feels very like acted uh, to me. Oh, I wish yeah. I could think of like a really definitely, good example. Definitely scripted moments there, like definitely setups. You know. Like, yeah, they have a competitor that's this really really nice um, restoring uh, shop in the area hmm. and so they're doing this like race thing and the other shop the competitive shop like gets rid of their parts on them uh oh. at this the place that they're like both buying from he's like removes his name and throws it away and the response of the people that work there is just so over the top and like mm, okay. yeah there's just little things like that uh but the cars yeah, are I really cool that. yeah um, what, what is this called again my parents might be into this rust valley restorers Rust Valley Valley Yeah, that sounds. My stepdad. That's kind of what my stepdad does. Like, not that he restores stuff, Uh but he fixes a lot of like cars and things with motors. And I'm like, that sounds up his alley. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of American muscle cars. That's kind of what they really focus on uh, building, uh, which I I think are really cool. Uh, Mm. So it's just kind of kind of fun to watch that aspect Mm. of it, Um, and you learn about all these different cars and see them trick them out. Um, Nice. The one thing that I wish they would do more of is like they're not they're trying to make a dime so they're not going like Mm. over the top of their budgets Mm -hmm. okay because like they need to make money um and so if a car is like worth forty thousand dollars they can't put more than you know like twenty thousand dollars into it Mm, okay but what were you gonna say shelly oh no i was just i just think it's cool yeah yeah it's fun i've been hooked on it um and they're canadian that's also kind of fun uh, just to hear Canadian accents. I don't know. Oh, oh that's that, that just reminds me of like I unintentionally YouTubers that I start to follow. Almost all of them are Canadian. Like I don't know why that I just watch one Canadian YouTuber and all <laughs> get used like all of them get recommended to me. But it's like that. I I think the same way. I'm just like I love how these Canadians talk. <laughs> I watch two Canadian YouTubers right now. Now that you think now that I think about it, I oh, watch uh, too many. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> they're all canadian but yeah uh shelly what have you been watching uh so i've been watching lots of bo burnham um yeah so it sounds really you don't know who Bur- he's a comedian okay so he has at this point three specials on netflix um his newest special actually came out yeah, yeah. uh okay. on okay. memorial day I think. I think he's been on comedy central a lot in the past Maybe. I feel like. Probably. I, I only really know him from his Netflix specials more so than anything. Okay. I don't really, I haven't really seen much I of think him I was thinking that. He Bojack made a lot of Horseman, Vines when Vines were, when Vines <laughs> Yeah. Bojack is pretty great too, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so I've always really liked Bo Burnham ever since like that first, uh, his show What came out. Or not show, but you know, the special. Um, so I've seen What probably uh, just a lot of times. I've seen a lot um, I seen his second one, what's it called? Make Happy, I believe. Less so. Um, 
But before his uh, latest special, Inside, came out, uh, Daniel had not seen any Bo Burnham. So I'm like, okay, let's watch Bo Burnham because I really want to watch his new special, Inside, but I want you to watch with me. And if you don't know who he is, then probably, you know, but let's just watch him. Um, which is fun and good. It's very, very, very inappropriate, by the way. If anyone's like, oh, I like watching new comedians. He's a very different type of comedian. Most comedians incredibly are. Inappropriate. <laughs> so just be warned. <laughs> I like it, but now you may not, and that's fine. So yeah. uh, he's great, but then, yeah, his new special Inside came out on uh, Memorial Day, and we, or maybe it was the day before. I think it was the 30th, actually. It was the 30th or the 31st. That's so and, weird, on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, oh, it was probably that Sunday. It was probably the 30th. So, what's crazy about the special is that, you know, obviously most comedy specials are in front of that, you know, live audience. It's legitimately, it's one of their shows. They just record it, and obviously they, like, really spruce it up to make, you know, because it's mm-hmm. going to get put on Netflix. But he made this comedy special all in his home, all in one oh. single room in his home, all throughout all of last year during covid it's wow. been like a full year long endeavor. Um, and that's why it's called inside because he's just been inside his <laughs> home the whole time. Or at least wow. that's what he presents in the show. I have to hope that he went out sometimes, but in the show, <laughs> he super didn't. So, like, he didn't go outside at all. It's really, really good. It is far less comedic than the other two, I would say. Uh-huh. Um, it's really, there, there are obviously many comedic elements, um, for sure. Like he, his, one of his things is that he sings like funny songs. Like that's why I want to show Daniel him initially because I'm like, oh, Daniel loves music. And I mean, he's a music educator. And so I was like, oh, you may like the, how much he implements music into his comedy sketches and into his shows. Um, but it was really interesting to see just sort of what he was able to do just all in his home and with all these different effects and different lighting and different, you know, really just innovative like tools that you wouldn't really even think of. Um, and just really fun shots. And, but it's also incredibly existential because Bill Burnham has even, you know, talked in the past about his mental health. And, uh, Mm. that's something that's explored even more in this, uh, special. And I think it was super well done I think it's really awesome, but it's really not something to sit down and expect you're going to laugh all the time. Um, mm. Even if you liked his first two, it's very it's very different, but um, I really liked it, so I just cool. wanted to share that. That sounds good. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. What are you going to watch now, Jay? Uh, so you guys started talking about Canadian uh, stuff, and so Kim's <laughs> Convenience is actually set in Canada, nice. and so like most most of the time, you know, they sound normal, but then there's you know obviously the certain words that make you go, oh yeah, that's right. Um, but uh, it's it's like, I've talked about the show before, but the final season like dropped all of a sudden. Like I I didn't think it was till like later this month. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, it dropped like last Thursday or something, and. I, I watched I watched it in the course of like I watched like four or five episodes at a time actually probably more than that because I finished it late at night the other night I was like you know what how much do I got left these episodes are 18 minutes like let's just roll with it so <laughs> I finished it and there was actually a lot of drama with the way this show got canceled uh, because the showrunners wanted to leave 
and the producers hold the rights to Kim's Convenience, which is like, I think it used to be a play or something. Um, and so when the showrunners said, like, hey, we want to leave, the producers said, all right, fine, we're just going to cancel the show then. Um, so there were people that were very unhappy about it. In particular, the brother, who, the guy who plays the brother, Simu Liu, he's going to be playing Shang-Chi. Um, mm-hmm. He was very vocal about how upset he was about how the show got canceled. There's actually going to be a spinoff based of a character that I don't really think is like spinoff worthy. Like she's funny and she's good, but like it's based off of his character's girlfriend. And I don't know. I'm just like, uh, like this is even more dirty that you're doing a spinoff after you just canceled this show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it's not like a Netflix thing. Can't blame Netflix for this one. Uh, but it, it was, it, the season was fine. It was just one of those things where it felt like they started to explore some plot points, but then like just ended it. So like the final episode was actually not just some total cliffhanger either. They, it's like they filmed it knowing that like, okay, we're done. So it was kind of a nice little like send off kind of thingy, but also it was just kind of left out in the open. Um, uh, mm-hmm. kind of a bittersweet thing. Cause like, I started binging this show like almost a month ago. Like, yeah. And uh, I was like in preparation for this. And so I was like, man, like it's already over. Like <laughs> I'm already done with it. That's rough. Uh, it. And it's like these characters that like you want to see what happens with them. And you really want to know. Um, I actually posted about it not too long ago on Instagram. And uh, the guy that plays Appa, the dad, he, he liked my post about it. I was like, oh, that was so cool. Um, <laughs> but he, he was more like open about it compared to like the other guy. He was like, "Hey, like, you know, it sucks, but like I've made friends with the writers and all these people on this show. So I wish so I wish uh, this person the best on on their show kind of a thing." And I was like, "You know what? That's a much more positive way to handle it." Um but it's a super good show. I highly recommend it. Humor's pretty much clean. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's it's good. So, that's cool. that's kind of all I have to say about the show. <laughs> Sounds yeah. fun. Oh, and then I I watched uh, the first episode of Lego Master Season Two. Ooh, which was Lego. I'm so excited that show. Lego. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that show came out, I think, at the beginning of last year, like right when like quarantine started. Uh, and I I couldn't wait for season two. Uh, they do some cool stuff. I sent. Uh, I believe I sent a picture of one of them in in our chat with uh, somebody did like a world serpent thing of like Gormengander and he did like a little Viking boat and everything mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be like a parade float kind of thing so they said you have to ha- you have to have motion in it and so like it was cool because like the boat would like move and it was, it was a neat piece mm-hmm. uh, so that that shows ongoing Sweet. <clears throat> yeah that's it well we get into the news then um, a Netflix show that isn't doing super well. Is Jupiter's Legacy uh, enough so that it's, it's been done. canceled? <laughs> canceled. Yeah. It's not doing well. It's done. I've heard. Nice. I've heard bad things. LJ, you weren't a huge fan of it yourself. Uh, it's not entirely terrible. I think uh, it's just one of those things that, like, we've already had Wandavision. We have Falcon. We have the boys. We have Invincible. And so this is just one of those... It's it's a show that doesn't do anything that really, like, makes it stand apart from it. Mm. Uh, the basic... The plot is that, like... Uh, like, they're... You know, the, the main character, he's he's actually, like, a believer. And, like, he has these stand-up kind of values. 
but the whole topic of the of the show is like oh should superheroes like actually kill people which is like the reverse of like oh yeah these superheroes are killing people yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when other shows are already doing the opposite it's just like okay um so okay. i only watched a few episodes and and was done with it um okay. yeah i still think that uh josh dumal i don't know if i'm saying his name right oh no is that his character's name i don't know well uh, shoot Sheldon. i don't know uh no i'm right josh dumal is his real name <laughs> i was like oh dang uh he's he's the guy that plays the old man i'm guessing jupiter the utopian okay uh he doesn't look real uh with his beard and stuff it all looks very costumey to me um, I, I never got far enough into it, but I, I, I have to wonder, because, like, the parents both look, like, more aged than they should be. Uh-huh. Uh, like, even the, the, the mom, like, the wife character, she looks older than, than she should be. So well, I, I wonder if that has to do with how they get their powers. So weird to, like, make them, like, age him up the way they did, instead of just getting an older actor. Mm-hmm. Not that he's a bad actor, um, mm-hmm. but it just... Right, like... See the like, trailer. nothing like, in the yeah. show is totally, like, terrible. It's just one of those things where it's, like... You're taking a shot into an area that into an arena that's already occupied. You know, yeah. like give us more Umbrella Academy. And see, yeah, that's another thing. That's like Umbrella Academy and all these other really good that's comic book unique. shows are are here, mm-hmm. and this one's just kind of not unique. You know. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, hopefully you didn't like it, listeners, because you're not getting more. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and i think they've already talked about a spinoff speaking of spinoffs of oh, jupiter's legacy which sounds i think so weird all right we'll see yeah. um oh. i'm pretty sure the boys is getting a spinoff that yes work. they're talking about a university thing in the boys universe oh yes that's right i think we talked about that one time yeah that's not the news uh we got our first look at soldier boy which is jensen ackles character in the boys tv show he um, looks cool yeah looks very different than jensen knuckles like he's got a beard it looks he's like captain america with chainmail and a night shield yeah i can call it that like uh specifically his um nomad look yes uh with the beard and everything uh, uh. i'm excited to see him he doesn't really look himself which excites me. like that's cool yeah, I forgot that was even him until I like read that news piece later on. I was like, oh yeah, that is him. Uh, and then probably the biggest news coming out of TV, uh, well, a couple things. First of all, Amazon has bought MGM, which is just kind of crazy to me. Um, That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, so they have, you know, James Bond. Capitalist uh, overlords. Rocky. Let's go. Uh, I believe like the Rocky, <laughs> yeah, Rocky Baboa. Snake Eyes, I guess, is one of those. I didn't know that. Um, oh yeah they made the original ben-hur they probably made the last ben-hur too but i'm not sure probably yeah uh, they own adam's family uh tomb raider which i'm really excited like that they're gonna have that uh i guess the hobbit but I don't, that doesn't sound accurate to me uh yeah that sounds weird anyways uh amazon is buying mgm uh so amazon having tomb raider i think sounds really cool um mm-hmm. we'll see what they do but this is a huge huge movie acquisition uh, title wise mm-hmm. uh, i'm not sure if mgm does any tv things um that i mean that mean they can literally like just put if they want to they can put all the james bond movies on prime all the rocky movies on prime like yeah and just have them there for people to watch mm-hmm. 
Um, it also kind of opens up, you know, not that they should or uh, will, but I mean, if they wanted to make like a James Bond TV show on Amazon. Original movies, too. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, or a Rocky TV show. I mean, they could take any of those movie titles and do whatever they want with them. Amazon will now own That's all true. of that. Um, which would be kind of crazy. I've never really thought about either of those, but I know that some people would like a James Bond TV show. Uh, yeah. A high I budget. See that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if they would mess with such a uh, big name like that and make a TV show out of right. it. I can't imagine. Uh, but you never know. MGM has been around for a really long time. Yeah. I think MGM, I think, really old movies. So. Yeah, they. I think they're, yeah, they're all one of the earliest movie companies out there. Yeah. Like, The Wizard of Oz was MGM. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. Um, Along with that, we talked a couple weeks ago about Warner Bros. Well, Discovery buying Warner Bros. Uh, and so now they've, like, revealed the new logo. And it looks like something out of Babylon B. Like, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm not oh, a no. huge fan. <laughs> and an intern was given five minutes to make this logo. Yeah, and it's basically, like, all they did was take, like, the classic vintage, like, logo from the beginning of the movies uh-huh. and was, like, here, let's get rid of the shield and just throw this text on their, like, clip art and we're done. Yeah, that, it's, like, just use the same font and mm-hmm. I I would probably like it more if it was all in a shield. I could have made that in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> on Microsoft Word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the new tagline is the stuff that dreams are made of. Um, which I don't know about that either. Warner Bros. Discovery is what dreams are made of. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine we're the only. I actually haven't looked at anyone else's opinion on this, but I assume that there are other people tearing it apart, and that that is. It going just to looks change. so basic, like so like unoriginal, like here. Yeah, like, and not like not minimalist, <laughs> but basic. <Yeah. laughs> I think yeah. minimalist probably would have been better uh, if they yeah. would have just had, like, the, not the weird 3D effect that it's got going on. And It looks bad, guys. I don't know. I don't want to tell you. Um, if stuff that dreams are made of, those dreams are nightmares. Those <laughs> dreams are made of clip art. <laughs> that's, that's the news. <laughs> I feel real bad. Yeah. Um, Warner Bros. will never talk to us again. Um... <laughs> We love your movies, just not your new logo. I don't get any PR emails from them anyway. So <laughs> okay. We're, we're just fix it. That's all I'm saying. Um, you can do better. <laughs> and we want to push you to do better because we care about you. I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> LJ, are you geeking out about anything else this week? Yeah. So last time I did mention this, but I took it out because uh, it was kind of like a jump in the gun situation. Um, but uh, so... Uh, this past weekend, I was on the Gametographers show on Twitch, uh, and I am officially in their art gallery on their website. I'll post nice. a link in the show notes for my for my photo mode stuff. That's so, cool. um, so, yeah, so it, it was it was fun to be a part of that show. Like I I tune into their show almost every week, and they're a fun community. It's a secular community, but I, I've talked about them before on here. But uh, the guy who runs it. Lemphilia. He also runs God Games and Geekery, uh, which is part of Life Promotions and stuff like that. Uh, really, really cool community. And so now I have 15 of my best photos on their website. So, so that's just something fun I wanted to share. Yeah, super cool. Put out there. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Shall you know, yeah, geek uh... out about anything else this week? Nope. Nope. I. It's not really a geeky thing, but I tried CrossFit today, and it destroyed <laughs> me. Um, and I, I'm geeking out about it a little bit. It was a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot of cardio. The cool thing with CrossFit, though, and I want to point that, like, bring this to people, is like, it was super, super intimidating walking in there, and they had very loud music, and people just like literally throwing the bar to the ground, and I was like, I'm not gonna be able to do this. Um, it is very... Saying CrossFit is fun sounds like saying Dark Souls is fun. <laughs> uh, it's at your own pace. So, I mean, That's you're cool. going to sweat no matter what, but, like, uh, I was given a 15-pound bar um, to do what should have been, like, 115-pound uh, exercise. Yeah. Like, they give you your own pace. Um, they're not going to... Uh, well, at least the one that I was at. Um, and anywhere <laughs> you go should not force you to do what you don't want to do um so you know they're yeah. like you need, if you need to take a break you need to take a break um you know if there's water over there go get a drink of water uh he's like make sure that you're resting between you know don't try to uh overdo it so that's good uh, yeah i think like literally that's good they tried not to kill you yeah literally anyone can do crossfit <laughs> um but i i've heard it's expensive i'm getting like a three-day free trial um, oh. So I'm checking it out because uh, I just wanted to experience what it was like. Um, so then, so you have to go all three days in a row, then? Not all three days in a row. Oh, no, okay. So days. I was thinking like a trial. <laughs> okay, I get it yeah. now. I get three days. Uh, I'm hoping for Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But the way my legs feel right now, um, it might be like Monday, Friday, Monday. <laughs> and in your line of work, you're still going to be on your feet. Yes, so. I have a 12 hour. 12 to 13 hour day tomorrow um, that I'll be working uh, with the person uh, that invited me. Uh, she is doing the exact same shift. <laughs> so y'all are going to be feeling the burn. Yeah. Um, and apparently, yeah, apparently uh, the actual <laughs> exercise, which she did, um, was really, really bad too. Um, I got kind of a very simplified version of it and she did the actual thing um, oh. and said it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> so that's cool yeah it's fun um i if you want structure and stuff i would definitely recommend doing something like that uh it's a lot of cardio you're definitely gonna lose weight doing it um just for the mere amount of sweat you're gonna be losing <laughs> pouring out of um i don't know for me working out is more of a meditation and i like to quietly like very controlled very slow exercises um, and I like mm. to think a lot, um, believe it or not. And uh, <laughs> it's like my one quiet time. Um, yeah. So Super cool. this is like the opposite of that for me. It was very loud and very, you had to be focused. It was very community-based and everyone's pushing each other. Um, so, you know, if working out alone intimidates you, this might not. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I'll... I'll stick it there. We, uh, one of the podcasts, LJ, where can you find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ and streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Friday nights, twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. Cool. And Shelly? You can find me streaming on Tuesday nights, twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. I'm still streaming Amori. Um, That's Amori. You can find me on Twitter. <laughs> you can still find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. I, I, you guys make me feel like I should start streaming again sometime. Uh, 
maybe for a pledge drive or something soon. <laughs> soon, yeah. What? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Gosh, that's in like probably gonna be in like two, three months now. We don't have a date. Nothing's planned. Uh, yeah, nothing. <laughs> I'm just thinking of how I'm just thinking of how quickly it's gonna get here. Yeah, so I don't want to give. Well, there it is. Most people are probably signed off by now, but I don't want to get into yeah, it too excited. I, I already had that little mini panic attack when you said that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, soon. What do you mean? Here it comes. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.